welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minute hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler-directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Megan Coleman from a crazy thing called MASH Minute. I'm Tierney Steele. I was also on MASH Minute, but I it wasn't even crazy enough for me. That's a lie. It was totally crazy enough for me. <laughs> but I love podcasting, so I do other ones too. And I did a league of their own one inning at a time with my wonderful co-host, Rachel. Yes, that's me, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hello. We're all here together. Yay! <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rachel, yeah, the really last did. time we asked you to be on a podcast, it was very awkward because it was mash. <laughs> but this time... The only people being awkward is the waiter trying to get around Al's dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel for that waiter. For the listeners at home, this is minute 44 where... The waiter made it. <laughs> yeah. It just occurred to me, I hope the people who covered... No! We were the people who covered minute 41. Yes, yes we were. <laughs> Damn it, Megan, why didn't we make Steven Spielberg's 1941 jokes? Anyway, um, <laughs> a fail on two levels. I don't even know what you're talking about. He made a movie called 1941 that <laughs> flopped so horribly that it became, like, code for films not doing well. Oh, so that's why I never heard of it. Okay, cool. I feel a little slightly less embarrassed now. <laughs> no. And to be fair, I don't think I've watched the whole thing. Like, I've never sat down and watched no, it. No, me so. neither. But luckily, the best years of our lives... Considered a better film than 1941. <laughs> I mean, I'd hope so. <laughs> so they won an Academy Award. I would hope it wasn't a pity Academy Award, you know? No, it was not. But yes, this is the minute where Al says, Tonight belongs to us. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm telling tales of myself. Drunk Tierney identifies with Drunk Al a little bit too much in this <laughs> When they sit down at the table, he's like, we don't need no telephoning. And then it's like, I gotta go home. No! And it's like, oh, man. <laughs> he's gotta go home. <laughs> I love when he says that. Oh, he's gotta go home. <laughs> oh. So I, I'm so sorry, Rachel. This is all you're going to get, basically, of Homer. So I hope you didn't have a lot of feelings about his character to analyze. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'm fairly new to this this movie anyways. So this is the first time I've seen it or actually have had heard of it before this podcast. I've, I mean, I've obviously heard of many of the actors and actresses, but... So it was a good, it was a very good introduction to this film. You get a little bit of everyone. I did. <laughs> or almost so, yeah. everyone. So yeah, I won't, I don't have too hard of feelings on not getting, <laughs> not getting more Homer in my minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he mostly watches other people play piano and, and goes home. That's and goes it. home. And goes home. I love how like, I love, I want the backstory on Butch and Homer. Where is that prequel? Because Ooh, yeah. the way <laughs> Butch takes care of him is yeah. adorable. Like, <laughs> Al is trying to basically hug him into staying. And yeah. he just puts his arm around him and is like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I love how he's just like, None of you guys go anywhere, though. I know. I like how he's like, I'll, I'll be back. And he's yeah. like, I'll just, I'll be back. Stay here. <laughs> and just how, like, nice and 
gently he's kind of like, no, come on, like he's 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 going. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't try and hug wrestle him into the uh, booth. <laughs> Just let him go home again. Drunk Tierney <laughs> yeah. understands this perfectly. <laughs> How do you stop people from leaving? You just hug them until they cannot leave. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> and I love how the awkward dancing recommences in the beginning of this minute, too. Because they start dancing again, that same awkward. Only this time, it's almost like he's holding her almost. Like, like she's, are her feet on the ground? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's dragging her around, and her feet are just... She, <laughs> It's really great. At this poor waiter, like I said, <laughs> the, the time that it took the waiter to put the beer down was exactly the <laughs> amount of time this conversation took so that he was once again in his way. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> and then, uh, what'd you guys think of Peggy women's lib amazing Peggy Stevenson? <laughs> Drunk Tierney also gets very sleepy. I mean, I get it. I yeah, get sometimes it. you're in a booth and it's comfy. <laughs> and you've had a long day and the alcohol just makes you more sleepy. And you're just like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I personally like it when she's like, I've been wanting to ask you all night. Why don't you just call your wife? <laughs> like, I know. Like, like I've had it. Just, just, <laughs> I'm not your therapist. Thank you very much. The way she enunciates into his ear. Yes, is what did it for me. Like, call your wife. <laughs> she should be dealing with this, not yeah. me. <laughs> I kind of want to know too what the problem that he's been complaining to her about since we've been, you know, watching our dancing mm. friends. Because she, she yeah. clearly very sarcastic, like very sarcastically, is like, "All right, I will get right." on it you know clearly also i know has a look on her face and like yeah i'm not getting right on that mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna placate you this will work and then now you're falling asleep on my shoulder cool yeah okay yeah also get off my shoulder <laughs> also get off my shoulder <laughs> just- sorry rachel what were you gonna say oh yeah I, just to go along with that just you know how the minute starts with him ending his part of the conversation and her saying you know she'll get right on that it does make you like but but what did you say <laughs> yeah What's the craziest thing you've got? Because I, <laughs> I have to say, there every so often I'll think of this. There was a night. It was when I was on Oahu in Hawaii, and there was a guy. He was in the Navy, uh, not in uniform, and he spent the evening telling me all about how when he got out, he was going to go to grad school or so- something. He was going to go to Arizona State University. And he'd been there once. And he spent the whole <laughs> evening telling me all about how great it was and how he couldn't wait to go. And trying to convince me that I also should go at- to Arizona <laughs> with him. Wow. And every so wow. often that school will come up. A bunch of swimmers train there and stuff. So like when the Olympics are coming up, you uh, hear about it. Mm-hmm. And every so often I'll be like, and guys, Ladies, I don't remember this gentleman's name. I have no idea. But every so often, Arizona State University will come up and I'm just like, oh, yeah, that guy tried to convince me to move there with him one night at a bar. And that very much feels like kind of where Peggy's obviously not quite to the same extent. You know, he's 
But that kind of vibe is what I'm getting off of her in this minute. (laughs) And I was just wondering if you guys had any of your own, like, fill in the blanks. What's the stupidest thing you've ever had to talk to a drunk person about? (laughs) Oh, that's a good question. I know. I can't think of any. I mean, I'm going to think of something at three in the morning and be like, dang it! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know. Well, if if you need me to do the beauty of editing. <laughs> oh, I, know. I just... You know, I, oh, well, I don't know, Tierney. Okay, so remember how Gisless used to have those end-of-semester parties? Which sort of... Ye- yeah. The, I remember how... Because they were sort of like... Because nobody necessarily... No one starts grad school all at the same time like you necessarily do with undergrad, mm-hmm. right? So it was also kind of like a bon voyage party for whoever, like, finally was graduating. Mm-hmm. And there was one, I think it was at the Squealing Pig? Probably. There were many there. There were many there. They probably were all there. I just don't remember them all being there. And we went, and I remember, and I was a little buzzed, too. Because, I mean, as long as I could walk home, right? Pfft, who cared? Folks, the Squealing Pig was very close to It was Simmons. very she close was to She was going to be fine. I was going to be fine. And if not, it was easy enough, because it was on Huntington, to get a cab. Okay. So, I seem to recall, I don't know, should I use names? I'm not going to use names. Just to be <laughs> safe. Because their wives are involved, and they find out what their wives do know. Okay. So, we'll say, Timmy... <laughs> Timmy and um, Tommy were getting into an argument about whether it was actually Hanukkah had started or not. And huh. Tommy said that he knew that it ha- Hanukkah had started because his wife was Jewish. And so he would know. And Timmy said, no, because the cow, because, you know, things start, Jewish holidays start at night. Not, like, at sundown, <laughs> right? Like, not during oh, okay. the day. Yeah. So, like, it hadn't technically started yet. And, like, I remember them getting this big argument and me being like, hmm, it's almost as if somebody could have, like, a smartphone and could, like, look up this <laughs> answer. Look it up. And perhaps someone did. Somebody did. Somebody, I didn't have a smartphone, but somebody else did and looked it up and was able to confirm from a reliable source that Hanukkah had, in fact, begun that night. Oh, wow. It was night one of Hanukkah. And then them oh. still arguing about whether it was actually Hanukkah or not. <laughs> uh, only at a Gisless library party, folks. <laughs> only. I think that's the safest one I can say on air. Let's put it that way. Because <laughs> at that same party, there was a whole other conversation that came up, and yet yeah, it's not repeatable really repeatable gotcha <laughs> or it could be family but I, show a family show right if it was mash <laughs> i'd probably say it because this is a family show <laughs> bobby altman would want you to <laughs> bobby altman would want me to but this is a nice wholesome william wyler not maybe as much i don't think so no <laughs> i think he'd just be like there's this girl i have to roll on my grave excuse me <laughs> <laughs> what do what do you have one rachel that comes to mind or I just remember being told after my t- my 21st how, I mean, this isn't like, this is people having to converse with me, <laughs> but I remember I just would not shut up about Mario Kart, <laughs> like the finer points of Mario Kart. I love it! <laughs> <laughs> was it was it a specific version of Mario Kart or just Mario Kart in general? Um... It would have been at least the Nintendo 64 version. Okay. That's the, uh, that's the version I, I, I rocked at. So, <laughs> and I remember playing Mario Kart with my cousin one time and we were kind of inebriated and I, <laughs> I get like 
really talky drunk and then just sleep. Like, <laughs> but I just was like trash talking him <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and it was, I don't even know, know what it sounded like. That sounds amazing. You can't handle Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> yeah. Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> so yeah, Mario Kart, that tends to be my go-to. There we go. So we'll just insert a monologue about the finer points of Mario Kart. And then Peggy seems to be like, okay, I'll get right on that. that. (laughs) People ought to be thinking about mushrooms these days. (laughs) My favorite player is Yoshi. (laughs) I hate Koopa shells. All right. (laughs) The red Koopa shells are the best weapon. (laughs) Wait, is it the red ones or the The blue ones that will go backwards and they'll get like the person or they go forwards? They get the person who's at first. The blue, blue ones, I think, because they have like blue spiky ones. Yeah, I think my I think that's the one my husband doesn't like because he's usually in first place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, dang it! <laughs> so he doesn't call his wife because he can't find her net in the phone book, but he has her address. Does that track? I guess that tracks that they would have her address where she moved to, but not her phone number. It just seems like I guess it would depend on when when she moved, like how recent. Yeah, I thought it was like a year ago. Like when yeah, they were saying I can't remember. this, it felt like it felt like one of those situations where at first they didn't want to because they say, "Oh, we didn't want you to worry," and that feels like something that they told themselves at first, and then it had just gone on too long. <laughs> Mm. to tell him like oh by the way your wife moved like last year (laughs) so in theory that there'd be a new enough updated phone book that maybe she'd be in it yeah Yeah. with the new phone number like you can verify the address he knows where she is like because we're we're gonna see in the next minute he knows where to go yeah. It just, she wasn't home when he stopped by earlier. He has no way to contact her because his parents don't exactly know where she, like, uh, what nightclub she's working at. So he has to catch her at home, I think, is he can't, his, his here, 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 problem. He, he, he can't leave a note. I know. <laughs> I have many questions about <laughs> this scenario, but... I mean, I get it. It's 1946. We don't have like smartphones and like voice, ma- <laughs> like voice machines, right? Yeah. Like, I get it, but like, yeah. there's still pen and paper, yeah, and tape, well, and I think and stationery. At some point, shoot, I don't know if it's happened yet in the movie. I can't remember if it. Oh, I think it might be the next morning. But um, at some point, Millie and Al, one of them points out, like, well, if Al had come home a little bit later after we had left, he wouldn't have had any idea where we went. Like, we went over to Uh, a friend's, I think, is what they were getting ready to do. mm. And so Al would have come home to an empty apartment. Now, he would have been able to get in because he lived there. But, like, (laughs) he he could have walked in and been like, "Uh, where's my family? Just because they had no idea. Mm -hmm. And so, because I remember at one point Fred being embarrassed that, like, this evening happened or was happening. I can't remember when this happens, but I, I have this like memory of Millie being like, Al wouldn't have known where we were either. Don't beat yourself up about this. It happens. It's 1946 and this happens. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, but oh, Fred is so sleepy. So sleepy. <laughs> but that's such a hard part of the evening when you're sleepy. Yeah. You just want to go to bed and no one will let you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and then somebody's like, let's have more alcohol. And you're like, is this a good idea? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alice, what you need is a drink. <laughs> right. And I'm like, that's not what any of you need. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Homer says, I'm going home. And it, it isn't that he says, no. Alice's response is, why? And that, <laughs> I hate to say, I think is something that has come out of my mouth in my <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> I only think, why? why? <laughs> well, you just answered your own question, actually, but you're incapable of realizing it. <laughs> That's when you make your husband drive you to a diner at three in the morning so you can get melted cheese, right? Because yeah. he's sober and you aren't. But, and your friends also aren't. But he drives you because he's a sweetheart. I love you, Mike. Bless you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching the way Hoagie Carmichael handles this and Butch is the perfect person to run a bar. Yeah. Oh, yes. Thank goodness he knows how to run a bar. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like... He has the people skills for it, for sure. Yes. He has the skills. He is not just playing the piano and managed to make good. Like, there's a reason he has risen to having his own, his own place. And then I love, uh, he's gotta go home. Doesn't that put any ideas into your head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> and then it literally cuts so we don't get to hear him yep. yeah. complain or object or. <laughs> Or maybe agree. I'm going to go with, spoiler alert, he doesn't really agree. But, uh, you know. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> oh, I just realized I was about to mock kind of these booths that have what honestly looked to me like a four-poster bed. That's what they they always oh. make me think of. The, <laughs> yeah, the co- I guess but, I could see that. But other booths you see, people have their hats hung up on hooks. And yeah. I gotta say, I love a restaurant with a place to hang up your coat. Yeah, yes. that's right nice. there. Mm-hmm. So that's some good decor. And I am still obsessed with this jukebox. <laughs> I know, I just noticed that too. <laughs> but you're right, it is this kind of weird mix of early Americana and Art Deco going on. I mean, I love it. I want to go to here, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it still feels a little bit like we've raided the, the prop and stage you know, closet and went with anything that sort of looked like it might go together to make <laughs> quote-unquote Americana. They're like, we need a bar. We need booths. And none of them go together. <laughs> yeah, so I was reading, so I got this from the interlibrary loan, because it's back, baby! I'm so excited. Y'all don't even understand. The British Film Institute has a volume in their film classic series on the best years of our lives. And there's a section on shooting where they talk about, um, hold on, da, 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 da. Um, it says a lot of the exteriors were filmed on location, blah, blah, blah. Oh, in, the interest in activity, and they had a, they were big on like making sure things looked authentic, which kind of surprised me because this set just looks so like threw together in a way. But I did read that it said meticulous attention to detail also stretched into the propping of the sets. United Rexall helped furnish Midway Drugstore with $20,000 of real merchandise. Wow. Isn't that insane? <laughs> it's a good set. Well, and I was proposing earlier this week that maybe Butch's Place has this fascinating backstory of its history as oh, different true. types of restaurants and, just, and bars and it just this is like this explains they kept a little bit of everything <laughs> <laughs> like it still works right I love it's that. functional right cool i Keep love it. that idea i like that better that explains might explain a bit more that just yeah 
Well, eventually we're going to get to go back to Al and Millie's, and I am obsessed with the Stevenson home because I had just finished reading Dorothy Draper's Decorating is Fun. Or no, I think I read Entertaining is Fun. They're (laughs) interchangeable in my brain. They're both wonderful. (laughs) You should read both of them. But I just, oh, I just felt the 1946 of it all, and I loved it so much. It was so good because those are books that were written on decorating a home Mm. during the war, and... That's how they talk. Like, you just look around their house and it's everything. It's so perfect. Anyway, I I will I will sing her praises some more next week, but I'll rein it in for now. I'm getting very irritated looking at the back of Peggy's hat. I hate it so much. I just, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it it's would be sequin-y. nice if it didn't have the sparkles, I think. Right? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're the little sequin flower. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then and the you- ribbon that doesn't match the sequin. What, right. right. Either have oh. the sequins or have the ribbon. You don't. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, you can't see them from the front, right? Am I remembering this correctly? Oh. Hold on. Oh, I went back too far. You no, can, you can. But they're much yeah, more subtle. Can. Yeah, they're more subtle. From the front, Blossom would wear that hat. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's what it reminded me of. Because <laughs> <laughs> like it almost looked like a, yeah, a mix between like a Blossom hat and like a knit winter beanie. Mm hmm. I must make one crazy modern reference at least once an episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I am impressed with Al's whistle here oh, in this minute. <laughs> I can never do that. Me neither. Yeah. My grandpa always can. He does the, you know, fin- yeah, the pinky and the mouth, mm. you know, and like that really piercing whistle. Yes. My dad did that for any time he had to pick my sister and I up or something. Oh, you know how, like, yeah. <laughs> the parking lot would be full of cars, and you're like, where's my parents? Where's my parents? And you would yeah. just hear this whistle come out. Oh, and I will say, um, when Kate Winslet won her Oscar, her dad was in the audience, probably up in one of the balconies or something. I mean, it's, it's Kate Winslet's, but it's her dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when she won her Oscar, she said, my parents are here somewhere. And her dad did the whistle and she pointed, Aww. she goes, there there they are. Oh, that's and awesome. It, it was the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't imagine Butch loves that Al does it in here, I but know. <laughs> it's still impressive. <laughs> Especially, you know, drunk. It's <laughs> being able to do it that well while you're drunk. It's like, wow. That's, Maybe he can only do it when he's that's drunk. That's true. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I, mean, I could if I was drunk. Oh, man. That's what I, I need to test this like, theory. Have I ever tried while drunk? I don't think so. I'm sure I probably think I could. I don't could. get drunk that often anymore. Me right? neither. I'd probably stand there and be like, <laughs> and, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I am whistling like <laughs> an awesome person. <laughs> you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> I got to get drunk, though. I have a drum in the house. Now. Well, I have a drum practice <laughs> That's pad right. in the house. I have drumsticks in the house now. This is going to be great. <laughs> Next time I get drunk. People's ears are in for a world of pain. Oh, man. (laughs) So, Rachel, you had mentioned that you just saw this movie for the first time recently. I'm so glad this podcast is doing the good work, spreading the the good word. Yes. (laughs) Of uh, good classic movies. Did you have... I'm assuming spoilers are allowed, because we've tried not to, like spoil endings but like in general did you have a favorite like scene or character or anything that stood out oh i don't know no i don't not so far yet i think i'd have to watch it a time or two again to really to really get a better grasp on it and the characters that's fair a lot (laughs) yeah yeah it's a long movie I remember 
part when I was watching it, a, a toddler was in the room and I'm like, I don't think anything bad enough happens that like he has to leave. So he watched the first half and then he fell asleep. And then Chris came in the second half. So both of, between the two of them, they've seen this movie. I've <laughs> <laughs> only seen a half. But yeah, it was it was really funny that like my two year old loved the scene. Because people are oh. dancing silly. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Like, he doesn't get what's going He gets that, though. He mm. loved that. <laughs> if if people hadn't been available, he might have ended up being a guest and be like, what's going on? <laughs> They're dancing. Piano. Because <laughs> um, all he wants to do is play the piano and bang my drumsticks on things. That's all cool. <laughs> but he did that. And then, like, Chris was reacting at one point, like gasped towards the end. It was very sweet. So I was, I was glad that like even in quick bursts, it made a good impression. Yeah. I think this is a good minute. Megan, I found a mash connection for this minute. Which is what? It's not as obvious a mash connection as the last minute, which was this minute, this song was used in a mash episode. Yeah, yeah. And probably referenced more than that, because let's face it, it was a standard. Mm -hmm. But I was trying to remember, because the way, the way that Al and Millie are talking to each other, and then he's like, but tonight belongs to us. I was (gasps) like, this reminds me of something. What does it remind me of? And I realized Finally, that what it reminds me of is Colonel Potter and Doris Day. Okay, that's not where I thought you were going to go, but go. I only put this together, like, while I was setting this up. So I think it's from Your Hit Parade, which is a 78 episode. When Colonel Potter mentions the fact that he met Doris Day a dozen or so years back. And this is the one where Radar plays the records. And Colonel Potter requests Sentimental Journey 23 times in a row, or 23 <laughs> times. And uh, at the end, he's like, I never thought I'd say it, but I'm sick of Doris Day or whatever it is. <laughs> but if I, if this is the incident I'm thinking about, he tells, God, it must have been PJ at that point, but he tells them about the time he spent an evening with Doris Day. And it was during, you know, back, back in the day. But he has this great line at the end where he's like, it's just something between the two of us. He goes, but I've never taken my wife to see a Doris Day film. I've seen them all, but not with her. And there was something about the way he said that and the way he felt about Doris Day that reminded me of this little exchange where he's like, but you didn't tell me you were married. And he's like, oh, I've got a wife and kids. I love them. And then she's like, but let's not think about them. He goes, tonight belongs to us. <laughs> and it's like, we have this one night that we'll remember forever. I mean, he won't because he's drunk and it is his wife and he's home and the blah, 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 blah. but but that that feeling that like we're just gonna dance, we're just gonna dance and have this night and and Millie says we're just gonna dance and hopefully you'll remember I'm your wife by the time the song ends. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah. But it it made me think of him saying that you know how like all these years like because at what point he's. You know, they're teasing. I'm like, oh, you never danced with a mademoiselle or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And so he's very like, nope, the only woman, the only other woman in his life was her, was Doris Day. I hope I am remembering that correctly and not butchering two episodes together, which has been known to happen. But Megan, you seem disappointed when well, I no, told that story. There's, Had you come no, up with something no, else? Now, now I'm like losing it. Not, not. Oh no. No, no, it's fine. But there's, I, well, I, I thought I knew maybe what even season it's from, but now I can't. Now I'm, now I'm afraid I'm mixing up like seasons together. But isn't there an episode where Hawkeye, can't remember if he's drunk or they just had a really long ER session, but he like curls up with somebody? Like one of the nurses or something. 
Because the way that, like, I don't know, when you were just saying, like, oh, there's a magic connection, and I have it paused on second 21, so, you know, the way that Peggy's kind of looking, I don't know, it just made me think of, like, oh, there's a Mash Hawkeye connection here somehow. (laughs) Hmm. Or maybe, okay, so maybe, okay, now I'm gonna, this is really stretching my memory, which sounds horrible, because I've not seen this episode in years, but you know the episode where Margaret... Where she becomes more Margaret than Hot Lips. Margaret and Hawkeye go out to that aid station and they come back and they're like, they basically get stuck in that cave because they can't move. It's a two-parter! It's, it's a two-parter! Right? Right? It's, it's, it's like when Margaret becomes Margaret. I, think I just blew out my microphone. <laughs> right? It's like, it's like a big shift in the show because she's not Hot Lips anymore. Yes. I don't think they ever call her Hot Lips after that. Maybe like as a joke, but like, not yeah. as a, like... They reference it. They reference more it. More than call her that. Right, right. So, don't, that, don't they, I mean, they end up kissing in the episode. Spoiler alert if I somehow ruined a 70s Massive show for you. Massive spoiler alert. Massive spoiler alert. It's cave with the stars in between. Yes. But doesn't he curl up with her like that at some point? Is it that episode? I, Ooh. Like, because he gets Cause really, he, does, he gets really well, that's vulnerable. that's how the kissing Well, happens. yes, that's kind of how the kissing happens. Well, and they also, to be fair, think they're going to die. So, you know, like. Yeah. What, what second did you say you were looking at? I'm looking at, oh, hold on. Let me go back to this tab. Sorry. No, 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 no. Um, 21. Okay. Like, just the way he's kind of, like, his eyes... That is a very Hawkeye move, is it a snuggle it, into the shoulder. Yeah, is it it? Like, I can also see him yeah. kind of doing that with the pillow, to be fair. But like. I can absolutely see Alan Alda doing that move. And I was trying to figure out quickly what episode and he, like, it was. looks up at her. Yes, right? The looks up at her and then goes back to being asleep. Um, yeah. I have to also say, when I was trying to figure out initially, like, okay, is it Cave or is it, like, am I making this up? There's, like, a Reddit post called called why i think hawkeye was bisexual because i was googling like <gasps> hawkeye and curl and partner and it's from actually it's from two months ago hey king slender 8877 how you doing my new bff my new up? bff i i i'm ex- yeah it's a very long disc- it's like very very Good. long megan do you know how long it has been since i got to read mash fanfic on a dial-up Here's in my thing. parents' Here's house. Come on. Here's the thing. It's not... Give me this. <laughs> it's not even, um, like, fan fiction. It's, like, this guy's theory. I'm assuming it's a guy because it says king. Theory about why he thinks somebody... I'll enjoy the non-fic. That's all good. Oh, yeah. that sounds good. I gotta look that up. Yeah. I stand a bisexual icon. Some people think... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I would have to read it. I would have to I read the whole thing. It's very long. I'm gonna have to read it later. I said that out loud, and I thought about Hawkeye Pierce, and my brain just kind of went... No. <laughs> oh, part of this theory includes that Hawkeye had a secret crush on Trapper. Yeah, okay, just because you're really good friends with someone does not automatically mean you yeah. want to bone them, I just want to say. Also, Tierney, the post underneath this, I don't even know what community this is in. Oh, it's in the MASH community. It's in, in MASH Reddit, I guess. Okay. Um, Somebody, so, you know, I don't know if this has come to Boston, but people make, um because we're filming around Halloween, people make pumpkin people. So you put a, a make a figure and then they're like, their head is a pumpkin. Have you okay. have you encountered this? Like, like, like a scarecrow, kind of like but a scarecrow, but they're usually scare stuffed, off crows. right? And they're kind of stuffed, yeah. So you know, like more so than yeah. But you know. their head is a pumpkin. And it's he- right, I, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, but you put them in funny situations. Like someone in Charlestown has one right now where it's dude looks like a pumpkin, so a dude looks like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, can, can 
I think part of the point is that for them to be cheesy as heck, somebody made what, Punk a Person, but it's a MASH unit. They made a whole MASH 4077 oh, wow. <laughs> And it says, Hawkeye Scarecrow, Scarecrows are a huge deal in my little New Hampshire town. I'm wondering which little New Hampshire town. Here's my MASH tribute. I'll add a new character each year. Oh, neat. And they recreated, like, the swamp. And it's not you. You're it's sure you, you have told <laughs> no, me this. No, I, no, because I think it's I, someone else in a little New Hampshire town obsessed with a match. I think, I think if it was me, and first off, they, like, recreated the whole, like, signpost, you know, like, Boston, Toledo, Tokyo. Um, they have an American flag that they've, like, put wire into so it always looks like it's waving. Um, I think I would have messaged you and Danielle, who's a mutual friend of ours, in our never-ending group chat, and said, I think I've lost my mind. (laughs) (laughs) And I would have been like, I'm on my way to help you. (laughs) (gasps) Chester, New Hampshire. Okay, I need to go to Chester, New Hampshire and find this. (laughs) Field trip. Someone says, next year, add Tunnel. (laughs) Tuttle was best podcast guest we ever had. I know, he really is. He was on time. He had all his notes. He sent a thank you email. Aww. He was able to adjust his own mic. (laughs) (laughs) When we said, hey, you're a little too loud, he's like, let me turn that down for you, and he did it just so perfectly. He has a great voice. Everything a podcaster needed. His backup was right on time. No, so it's not his parachute. It's his his backup. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. Oh, uh, we'll have to workshop it. We'll have to workshop. It. <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm for so listeners sorry, who no, never just... who don't know Mash because this must just sound like Rachel. Is this just words washing over you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. Occasionally, something you recognize. <laughs> well, I think we have uh, talked about minute forty four. At all. <laughs> what do you say we uh, see if they ever leave this bar? Yeah. <laughs> or if they just live here forever, which I think would be absolutely fine with Al. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we have uh, we have mentioned MASH quite a bit because Meg and I did MASH Minute. If you're looking for those right as this is airing, the first few weeks of MASH Minute podcast are a little bit rough, but they are being remastered. So eventually you will have all new, beautifully balanced episodes. We have some social media, MASH Minute, look for us, you'll find it. And uh, I'll post, once I actually get those done and out into the world, I will make sure that all the links are available. Megan, if they want more of the best minutes, where do they go? Oh, well... There's, uh, as I stall because my tab just closed. Stalling, stalling, stalling. stalling. We're stalling, stalling to find the right path. <laughs> that Jim wants me to say. <laughs> I'm not really stalling. Oh, yes, I am. Oh, God. Dang it. Gmail. Gmail doesn't like me today. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit this, but you probably won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she sings, she dances, and she throws shade. <laughs> I mean, the real triple threat. <laughs> you can find this podcast however you found it. <laughs> The last time. Want to try that again? Just be like, ask a friend. (laughs) Ask a friend if the Best Minutes podcast is right for you. So you can find it. I mean, seriously, if you have a podcatcher and you're subscribed, it's probably going to show up 
That's true. Next episode. So that's easy peasy. But if you just found this and you need to get more, and I know you do because they are the best minutes, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at thebestminutes.com. If Facebook's your thing, and I know some people might only be on Facebook for listener groups, which is totally legit. You should go to Butch's Place, the best <laughs> years of our lives, Listener's Cafe, on Facebook. And you can find him at, at The Best Minutes on Twitter. Is this a Friday episode? No, it's not. But tomorrow is. Tomorrow is. So we'll have extra fun outro for you ne- tomorrow. Next minute. <laughs> next next minute. minute. More outro next minute. <laughs> You're only a minute away. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you better hurry up out there because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor.